Welcome to Who Signed Up For This? I am Sabrina. And I'm Angelica. Together we will discuss topics on being a military spouse. And all the adventures that brings us together. Today our topic is going to be extended families, visitors, and family vacations. (laughs) So we'll start off by talking about extended families. That will get your buttons hot. Angelica. (laughs) So when we talk about extended families, I guess what I have in mind is our spouses, relatives, I guess our relatives too, our brothers, sisters, mothers, aunts, uncles, cousins, all those nieces and nephews and stuff like that. So anybody that's not in our basic household, right? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to extended family, I think that you might have more stories than me. The only person that comes to visit ever is my mom. That's it. Now I have a brother in New York. I have lots of family in Florida, but I mean, truly the only one that visits on a regular basis, and that's not really a lot of times either, is my mom. Um, when I was in El Paso, my brother visited, I want to say one time with my sister-in-law and my niece and my nephew. Actually, I don't even think my niece was born. I think it was before my niece. You have a large family, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I guess, are we going into detail today about if our extended family makes our lives more difficult and complicated? Um, because if that's what we're going to discuss. Has your brother or your sister-in-law or your mom, have you have you ever thought that maybe they made your life a little bit more difficult or threw a wrench into your relationship or anything like that? Good question. We basically can talk about anything that has to do with um, our extended families and yeah, pretty much bringing them into our family dynamics and kind of the issues that brings along with them. So my brother has never gotten into my relationship with Kevin. My mother, however, that's a different story. She means well. However, Kevin doesn't really know how to deal with that too well. (laughs) And she doesn't really know how to deal with him either because they both have very strong personalities. And Kevin doesn't like to be told what to do. And my mom likes to control a lot of the situations. But my mother-in-law and my father-in-law and my sister-in-law, they only came to visit us once in Georgia. And that was for my baby shower before Sophia. So they never, oh, wow. they never really visited us anywhere we, we've been. And that did put kind of a, I want to say a wedge between our relationship because I felt like they really didn't care. But they're different kinds of people. And they don't like to feel like they're intruding. Your family, do they come in between (laughs) your relationship? Um, So (laughs) I didn't want this all to be about me. And that's why I was asking you about your family. (laughs) Um, We'll go back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) So me and Danny, we do have a large family. So I come from a family of eight brothers and sisters. Mm. Danny comes from a family of three brothers and sisters, okay? But he has a large family, period, aunts and uncles and cousins and all that. He has a large family and I have a large family. Like, we have just big families. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both family oriented. I'm more like, I want my family around. I want to see my family. When holidays come around, I get sick. Not sick, like, oh my God, my family makes me sick. (laughs) But I get Mm -hmm. sick, like, when I'm not with them, like, on Thanksgiving and Christmas Mm -hmm. especially, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To where it's like, I hate, like, if I'm not with them, I do feel sick to my stomach because I want to be, be there. We were in Georgia for six years, and I can say when we were there that, well, before we PCS there, Everyone was like, oh, my God, y'all are going to Georgia. That's right outside of Atlanta or a couple of hours from Savannah or a couple of hours from Florida. Oh, we're going to go visit y'all. We're going to go, you know, all this stuff. People were talking about, like, coming to visit us all the time. That was going to be their vacation spot. So we were like, okay, cool. That's what's up, you know? So, like I said, we were there for six years. Now, in the six years that we were there, yes, his grandmother, his grandfather, and his and they came to see us. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, my best friend came to see us numerous times. My mom and my dad took a trip out there. And some of my siblings, they took a trip out there for Nathan's graduation one year. But overall, I think that's, that's all the visitors we got in six years. Hmm. It was hard being away from family. But at the same time, we used our vacation to come back to Texas to see our families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So And I get it. Like, we come from big families, and I get it. A lot of people, they use their vacations to go to Hawaii or to Las Vegas. or You know what I mean? When you talk about vacation, you talk about going somewhere fun, somewhere to relax, somewhere to get away from your everyday thing. When people say vacation, you think, oh, I'm about to go explore somewhere, right? Somewhere new. Relax. Well, for, right. <laughs> for <laughs> us. Because we didn't get too many visitors when we were in Georgia from family. For us, our vacations were always, I'm going back home. Because mm-hmm. me and him were from the same place. We're from, and Luckily, we are from the same place. We're from yeah. Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, we're, you know, here comes December. They're block leave. And I can take my vacation too. So where are we going? Okay, we're going to go back home to spend Christmas with our family. You know? Yeah. Sometimes we would argue because he was like, well, no, babe, I want to go somewhere. And I would be like, well, no, because I want to go home to my family for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. And it was just so hard for us because we would travel back all the way here for our vacation Mm -hmm. spend thousands of dollars just coming back. It was a 14 hour drive. So we would drive every single time. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have no one to stay with, like family to stay with. No one ever said, hey, you know, you can come stay with us a couple of days or no one ever opened their house up to us. We never asked for it neither. Yeah. So, I mean, we would spend anywhere from 600 to to 1000 maybe $1,200 on just hotel, you know, just to stay somewhere comfortable. Plus, of course, eating out every day. People don't see that mm-hmm. when you have large families and you want to take your vacation to come visit them, they don't see that you're spending all this time, effort, and money mm-hmm. just coming back home mm-hmm. to spend time with them. Yeah, that's true. They don't see that, okay, they just spent $3,000 to come visit for five days. We could have used that to go anywhere. I could have went to Hawaii. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or or anywhere I wanted to go, Vegas. You know, Mm -hmm. I could have flew anywhere, but we chose to come home. There was a time in my relationship with my husband that my mom, my sister, and a few family members didn't really like our relationship. 
because we would argue a lot. We would argue about the way the kids were being raised, just military life in general, him being out of the home for so long. A lot of people in my family, close brothers and sisters, my mom didn't agree with that. You know, they felt like a husband and a wife should be in the home raising the kids, an eight to five job. But that's not the dynamics that we had here. No. And it took them a couple to actually wrap their mind around that. Like, okay, well, I guess she is happy with the dynamic that's going on. And for them to kind of calm down, (laughs) because it was hard for them to see that I was happy finally in my life because we're a blended family. So it was hard for them to see I was finally happy. Of course, we have our ups and downs, you know, but at the same time, I had to let them know, look, I'm happy where I'm at now. So just kind of chill. You know what I mean? Like chill. Mm -hmm. Let me do my thing. This is my relationship. This is my life. And that was hard because you don't ever want to tell your mom or your siblings that. But after they kind of grasped that, look, I was going to continue to be married to my husband and try to build a family, build a, a future, they settled down. So now my family is good. Like, I feel like my family does not have any bad nothing towards Danny or what we mm-hmm. built. Like my mom has said a couple of days ago when I was in my feelings, she's like, I'm happy for the life that you and Danny built. If people can't see that y'all are happy, then maybe those are not the people you need or want in your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Now for his family, I really can't speak on what his family thinks or how they feel because I don't have that relationship with them. I don't have that relationship that I've ever, I guess, heard that they didn't like me or they didn't like something about me. But I can definitely tell you that I have felt some type of way. And I think when you feel that type of way from especially your spouse's family, that it does kind of throw a wrench in your relationship. Because now you're questioning your spouse. Why doesn't your family like me? Why do I get certain looks when I'm around? Mm -hmm. Why am I not in family group chats? (laughs) So I question my spouse because that's his family. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with any adult, that if there was an issue with me, just address me as an adult and say, hey, I didn't like that y'all had an argument in 2015. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Address the issue that you have with me so that we can move forward. Because like anyone who knows me knows that I'm probably the most caring person. I will give you the shirt off my back, the last dollar in my pocket just to feed someone. I will literally, I'm, that's the kind of person I am. I feel like I do have a big heart for mankind period. I feel like there's just too much hatred in the world to be mad at someone. I'm, I don't even hold grudges. So are you saying like, you don't feel they have accepted you into the family? Right. I can truly say that I don't feel accepted into the family because of numerous things. Sometimes when you know I'm around them, they make me feel like I'm the outcast. Yeah. And I get it. I have a big personality, a big personality, a little alcohol in my system. I have a large personality. <laughs> and yeah. so I get it. Like, I'm not for everyone. I can be loud. I can be obnoxious. I can be just ugh, too bubbly for people, you know? And so I get that. But to feel within your family, your family or your spouse's family, to feel like you're the outcast is the worst feeling ever. Because as a spouse, you want to feel accepted. Although yeah. we're not blood, your family members still chose me 
to be in his life as his wife. Yeah. And so there's a reason for that. Obviously, he sees the qualities that you bring. And I think we talked about it in a couple episodes ago that we only see each other's qualities. But if his family is not giving you a chance, how long has Danny been in the military? Oh, a long time. It's been a long time, right? 20, so, 20 years. <laughs> so that's the thing. Do they really know who you have grown to be in the time where you have been married to him? Because I know you said that you knew his family before even knowing Danny, right? Yes. But they mm-hmm. knew the younger you. They knew the maybe the crazy you. But mm-hmm. you've grown together as a family. You've grown as a person. And you may not be the same person that they knew. Also... You guys have been away for so long. You know, you were here in Georgia for a really long time. And then previous to that, you were home. But how much were you really around them? So maybe that's the thing. They don't really know you. And they're assuming that you are still the loud, crazy. I don't consider you to be obnoxious or crazy or loud. (laughs) I enjoy being (laughs) around you. (laughs) So I can say I have grown. I think in, in our marriage... I have grown. Take our marriage back seven to eight years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and lie. When we would argue about anything, I would go straight on a Facebook and be like, this motherfucker. No. (laughs) I came home to a house full of dishes or I just worked (laughs) eight hours and came home and the kids aren't fed. Or I would take our arguments to social media, to Facebook platforms and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And yes, it doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. I've learned that. I've also learned that everything you read and see on social media isn't true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so I feel like I have grown. Because mm-hmm. every relationship has their ups and downs. Well, mm-hmm. every time I would have a down seven or eight years ago, I would go to social media and say, oh, I wish my husband would pick up a freaking rake or I wish he would pick up a broom or a duster, just something. And I would go to social media and say why I was upset with him or why we were arguing or whatever it might be. And his family member, they followed me on Facebook. And so mm-hmm. I know reading that about their nephew or cousin or whatever has to be like, oh man, this girl's over here bashing my family member again. So I get that. But like you said, people grow within their relationships. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have grown. I have grown to know that what goes on behind these doors or within these four walls doesn't need to be published on Facebook. Yeah. So things that we would argue about before, I don't think we argue about now. We've kind of come full circle. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that his family sees that. I don't think that they see that our bond is tighter than it's ever been in our life. And I think they do still look at me like I'm just drama gel, because that's my nickname, gel. I think they look at me like (laughs) drama gel. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm still about that drama. When in all reality, like, I don't want that drama anymore for myself, for my family or nothing. And then I wish people would just take it for what it is. Here recently, we saw one of his family members and we were talking about our trip to Colorado this Christmas. Mm Kind of just put this in perspective. And Danny had said, hey, why don't y'all go to Colorado with us? And his uncle said, man, I'm going to go so that she can act up again. And I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. Like I was thinking. Did he say that in front of you? Yes. He Uh said that in front of me, in front of like his grandmother, in front of his cousin. And I'm thinking, what's he talking about, right? So I looked at Danny, Danny looked at me and Danny goes, man, you need to learn how to let stuff go. That was like eight years ago. Yeah. Okay. So we left from where we were. We got in the car and I was like, let's talk about what he just said. (laughs) You can't let it go. Talking about. (laughs) Yeah. He goes, you know what he's talking about? I said, no. 
He said, you remember like eight, nine years ago when we were going to Colorado? Remember? So my son, he was very young. He was five or six years old and he hates the cold. Till this day, he hates the cold. And everyone was going out to a ski slope to go tubing down one of the little ski slopes. Well, my son didn't want to go. He was crying because he didn't want to put on his snow gear. It was too cold for him outside. Like he was just throwing a fit that like a six or seven year old mm-hmm. would throw when they don't want to do something. Mm-hmm. And so Danny had told me, well, I'm going to take the other two kids and we're going to go. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're on vacation. <laughs> you are not about to leave me with this little crying ass kid. <laughs> and oh I goodness. get it. I'm his mom. I get yeah. it. Right. But there's no way that you we're on vacation. You're about to leave me in this condo with this crying kid because it's too cold outside. No, he needs to gear up and go with the family. Right. Right. And so keep in mind that his uncle, the one that made that comment was there, his mm-hmm. grandfather. It was a family thing. Right. None of my family was there, but a lot of his family members were there, his mom, his dad and stuff. So they saw me act out. They saw me say, I'm not going to stay here in this condo uh, with this crying ass kid. I'm not about to do that. He needs to gear up and he needs to go with the whole family. I'm on vacation. Right. It's your vacation, too. That's not fair. Right. So did they see me act out of line that day? Yes. So I told Danny, I was like, there's no way he was talking about that day. He's like, babe, what other time were we on vacation with him? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. That was. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, why would he even bring something up that happened eight, nine years ago? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't know. He's like, that's why I told him he needed to just let it go. Oh, what's so the that point? just kind of, and that, that recently happened like two, three weeks ago. That was a big eye opener to me that people don't know how to let stuff go that have happened in the past. We're not even mad, but it was so long ago. People don't realize that, okay, I just turned 39 years old. I don't act the same way I acted when I was 30 or 31 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I didn't even have a white hair in my head. <laughs> And now I do. Mm. (laughs) I have other things to stress about, right? Right, Like my white hair, my hair loss. (laughs) Yes. My weight gain, then, (laughs) you know, little things. (laughs) So I don't think people realize that. They still look at me like the drama gel that Mm. I used to be. And I'm just not that same person. I'm not. I I feel like with us having big families, I feel that at any time that any of our family members can kind of throw a wrench into our relationship to make things harder. But my biggest thing is the acceptance. Yeah. And like everyone wants to feel accepted. No one wants to feel left out when it comes to birthdays and just get togethers. My biggest thing is that just irks my nerves so bad these days is, oh, it was a last minute plan. Mm. I hate hearing that. If it was a last Mm -hmm. minute plan, then don't even invite me. I'm kind of everywhere with this subject (laughs) and I'm nitpicky little things, but it's because there's just so much on my mind that I would love to speak about. And I know you don't have too much time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely having bigger families, I feel does kind of alter your and it shouldn't alter our immediate family, right? Our, our, our family, our mm-hmm. households. Mm-hmm. But for someone like me, it does because I'm one of those people that want to be accepted by everyone. Yeah. And in that aspect, I haven't grown <laughs> to think, okay, well, maybe I would never be accepted from this person or that person or whatever because I'm still young. I'm 39 and I still have a lot of growing to do <laughs> mentally. <laughs> yeah. The reason I asked about feeling like you're not part of the family is because that's how I felt 
So recently my mother-in-law passed away, but prior to her passing, she and my father-in-law and my sister-in-law, they live in Florida. So it's not very far away. They actually live closer than my mom. My mom lives about six and a half hours, six to six and a half hours away from me in Florida, but they only live about, I want to say about four and a half hours, which is not too bad. When we were at Fort Bliss or at Stewart, we never had a relationship. I always felt very uncomfortable and not because I wanted to feel uncomfortable I just didn't feel accepted Uh, I never really let it get to me or Kevin or in between our relationship he knew that he loved us and um, that we were number one priority for him so if anybody was to get involved or in between the both of us he would put a stop to that he wouldn't have it and he always had said that and his parents knew that and his family knows that. So it's only him and his sister. So do you think that if there was ever an issue within his family that he would be the one to address his family? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know for sure that Kevin would most definitely be the one to say something to his family. Yeah. And I know we talked about that uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. So after we spoke about it, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable talking to Danny about it. And I okay. asked him if he would address Like that literally right after we got off the phone talking about it, Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I should be able to talk to my spouse about talking to Mm -hmm. his family about the way they make me feel. So I did. I told him, I said, this is the way I'm feeling about how your family makes me feel. Would you address that with your family? He said, no, he would not feel comfortable doing that. He said, but you could have my phone. He said, no, you can have my, right. But I could have his phone and I could send out a message to his family huh. saying it's from him. And I well, said, no, I'm not going to do that because no. I'm not fake like that. You yeah. Know I mean? I'm not going to do that. Hmm. Um, I feel like as your wife, if I'm addressing you mm-hmm. about how to address your family and try to resolve it to see what's going on, or you're not like point blank, it's either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, no, he's like, we'll do it because he's not about that drama. And he thinks that I'm just thinking too far into it. So at that point, I just kind of let it go, to be honest. I let it go because I didn't want it to cause an argument between us. Yeah. Um, I think that it's great that you know that Kevin would address his family mm-hmm. if they ever made you feel some type of way, right? Or put through a wrench or drama into your marriage. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I feel also that if my family made my husband feel uncomfortable or unwanted, or if he was just feeling disrespected or anything like that, and he told me, like, if it bugged him that much that he told me, Angelica, your family, every time I'm around them, they disrespect me or they make me feel uncomfortable because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I would literally address my family as soon as possible and say, look, this is the issue my husband is having with y'all. What's really going on? What do we need to talk about, right, between me and y'all so that my husband, every time he comes around, doesn't feel uncomfortable? You yeah. Know? But that wasn't something that he was comfortable doing. And I respect that. Cause I, like I said, I don't want to ever feel like I'm disrespecting him and his ways of doing things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you think that he doesn't feel comfortable because he doesn't want to start drama or he just doesn't feel the same way you do? I think it's more because he doesn't feel the same way I do. I'm not saying that 
he thinks that my feelings are irrelevant because I know that he knows that it does hurt my feelings. Like I literally cried that day and told him, I hate that I don't feel a totally accepted with your family. I hate that when I'm around your family, I feel like I did something hmm. wrong and I don't know what I did wrong. And that's the worst feeling ever to, to feel like you did mm-hmm. something wrong, but what did I do? So what did I do wrong? I we do. have been together for 12 years, married 11 years, I can say that I've never stepped out of line, Mm -hmm. um, meaning cheated through physical contact, emotional contact or anything like that with anybody else. Mm -hmm. And as far as I know, I don't think he's done any of that neither. I could be wrong. (laughs) That's another show. (laughs) But as far as I know, I don't think so. I know, right? So it's just the worst feeling ever having to go, well, what did I do wrong what did I do to rub you the wrong way? Or what did I do to make you move the way you do, you know, and, with me? And you would think um, that for you being married 11 years, that they have gotten over all of that. You and the kids are part of the family because been 11 years, it's not a short period of time. That's a good chunk of your life. Right. And I mean, I get it. Of course, me and him don't have any biological kids together. But if anything, I raised his son since his son was three. So if you're not going to respect me for anything, respect me for the mother that I was to his son that he didn't have. I didn't have to be a mother to his son. I chose to be a mother to his son. So if you're not going to respect me as his wife, then respect me as a stepmom that stepped up to the plate to mm-hmm. raise a child that's your blood <laughs> I mean yes it yeah. is hurtful I applaud that Kevin would do that for you and this is my opinion mm-hmm. I think that every spouse in the dynamics of marriage and I think that every spouse should stick up for the one that they're married to against anyone friends family anybody outside of your immediate family that you are trying to build a future with they should be, stand up for your feelings. Yeah. So if you would ask Kevin, I honestly think that he would say I wouldn't stand up for him against my mother. I want to say I would, (laughs) but it's just, I'm more of a, why can't we all just get along? (laughs) I know that can't happen. Everybody's not going to get along all the time. And when you have such different personalities coming together and being blended because they wouldn't have picked each other. And the only reason they have to deal with each other is because of me. Mm -hmm. And same with Danny's family. Some of them already knew you. So to treat you differently now is kind of being a little bit of a hypocrite because if anything, they should be closer to you because they've known you for even longer than your own husband knows you. Mm -hmm. For listeners to the podcast, how would you suggest they handle that feeling of not being accepted? Yeah, I would love to hear feedback from other views on how you would address your spouse's family yeah. with making your spouse feel unaccepted or like they did something wrong. You know, I guess what really hurts me is that although I come from a big family, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people in my family that are the same age as me. I do have a few cousins that are my age, but they very distant. A lot of his cousins and aunts they're our age and they like to listen to music that we like listening to. They like to do things that we like to do. We have a lot in common. I have a lot in common with his aunts and cousins that are our age. So I guess it bothers me just a little bit more. I have so much in common with them Mm -hmm. that I would love to feel 
people even more part of the family. You know what I'm saying? So that I can be invited and not a last minute thought. I want to be part of the planning. We're an hour away from everyone right now, okay? From where we live now. Don't let me know that there's plans going on mm-hmm. at two o'clock and you're barely inviting me at noon. Yeah. I want to be part of the plan. Can I be part of the plan too? I want to be that important that I want to be part of the plan too. It just bothers me when people are like, well, that was just a last minute plan. And how was it so last minute and all the family is there? You will tell me that this plan happened within the last hour and all the family had nothing to do on a Saturday or a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Everyone just showed up. There's no way in hell that that happens. (laughs) That's funny. So when you were here at Fort Benning, did you find that they would say, hey, I wish you guys were here so that we could hang out more or that you can no. attend? No. <laughs> so you already knew that they didn't want you around. <laughs> they so, were okay oh, with not I having figured, you around. <laughs> <laughs> I figured since we were so far away, that's mm-hmm. the reason why we, that was my excuse in my head, why we weren't getting invites or why we weren't getting invited. I guess that was my mentality. Because mm-hmm. we are so far away. Of course, we're not going to get the invite to Susie's birthday party because we're 14 hours away, right? Of course, yeah. we're not going to get the invite to Thanksgiving because we mm-hmm. already told everybody we're coming down for Christmas this year and not Thanksgiving. So that's what I always figured. Hmm. So now just being closer to family and not getting those birthday invites or just, hey, just because invites, you know, mm-hmm. it, it bothers me. Like I said, I feel like I have a lot in common with his cousins and his and I mm-hmm. like to do the same same things they like to do. We're all in the same age group. And that's why it bothers me so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it bothers me also that when Veterans Day comes around, they're just like, oh, happy Veterans Day. What do you mean happy Veterans Day? Like when was the last time you even reached out to him to see how he was doing, if he was even still alive? Why put a picture of my husband on your social media saying A, B, C, and D? If, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're not even trying to check up on him to see how he's doing, where his career is going in the military, where he's at at, at any given time. And that bothers me too. That's like me and you. I know we talk almost every day, but that's like me and you not talking for like eight months and then boom, your birthday comes up and I'm just like, happy birthday, Sabrina. And you're just like, girl, I haven't talked to you in eight months. Like what? (laughs) But thank you. (laughs) Oh, wow. No, nobody thanks Kevin, but my, my family, (laughs) my mom, really, that's the only one. I know what you're saying. Some random posts, I guess, for attention from their friends or whatever to kind of benefit off of a family member or a relative that is in the military you know oh you, you're cool because you have a cousin that's in or a nephew that's in the military now you think that you know, everybody should know but where was this nephew years ago I have never seen this nephew on your Facebook but now all of a sudden he's popping up because it's veteran thing it hasn't affected you for a long time and there's no reason for you to either think about it or talk about it then why bring it up it's just fake Mm -hmm. I think anyway Mm -hmm. it's just another layer of challenges I know some people have great experiences with their extended families and their in-laws and I would feel a certain way because I never not like my my in-laws they were good they were great I mean I I mean I want to say great because I didn't really have a relationship with my mother-in-law, but I would have liked to because you have 
all these families or people that you work with and they talk about their mother-in-laws and how they help with the kids and they do this with the, the grandkids. And I, I never really got a chance to experience that. I would have liked to, but then my husband does have that experience with my mother. And if you ask him, their relationship is rough. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your mom has an active role mm -hmm. in your family dynamic. She wants to be there for your kids, mm -hmm. for her grandkids. She mm -hmm. wants to be there for y'all. Mm -hmm. So I could see how Kevin and your mom, they're kind of alphas. But at the same time, I feel like your mom wants to be an active grandmother to her grandkids. And at the end of the day, you're still her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> And I know that's another, that can be kind of overbearing also, too, because you're just like, okay, well, let me go ahead and do my life. You've already done yours. And Kevin yeah. might probably feel the same way, too. <laughs> I think Kevin is more because his family was so distant that when he met and married me, me and my mother talk almost every day, multiple times a day sometimes. And he just doesn't understand that relationship because it's like, what do you have to talk about every single day? And I'm like, well, I mean, sometimes my mom just talks and I listen and he's like, but what is she saying? And I'm like, you know what? One day she won't even be here. So let her talk. You know, it yeah. makes her happy and it makes me happy to make her happy. So it's not a big deal. Taking a few minutes out of my day to have a conversation about nothing, you know, just random talking about going to Walmart or how uh, my grandmother's doing or, or just what went on in her day is really not going to, you know, kill me. Mm -hmm. I mean, my mom can be a bit overwhelming sometimes just with her beliefs and her beliefs and my beliefs are they don't match up all the time, but we work through it and it's fine. But yeah, she does want to be actively involved in the kid's life and Sophia's life and Isabel's life. And she means well. <laughs> and I know that I know that she means well, just her and him. They just kind of clash sometimes and I'll go visit her and he'll just stay home and we have pets so it works better like that it's not too bad so the next topic um family vacations we've had one vacation vacation meaning going away and relaxing about 11 years ago <laughs> we went on a cruise after we got oh, wow. married the kids were little my mom stayed with them and we went on a cruise and it was great the only other times that we go away and what would be considered a vacation maybe is to florida but like you said a lot of times that we're taking off, we're going mm -hmm. home or we're going, you know, the family's there, extended family <laughs> is there. And we're trying to condense visiting with everyone and enjoying ourselves because it is our time away from our chaotic lives that we have with the military. And we just want to relax. And it's not relaxing if you have tons of things that have to be done. That's not a vacation. I agree. So there was a lot of times last year where we went to Universal Studios in Orlando and we stayed at a lot of the different hotels and that was nice. But it's also kind of stressful because you have to find 
pet sitters. And thankfully, last year, my neighbor, she would watch our dogs for us and come over and kind of feed the cats when we were gone, which was really helpful. But she and her husband moved to Louisiana. And so the neighbors that moved there, I don't know what they got going on, but it's just a weird dynamic over there. (laughs) And they're just weird. And then so I don't really have anybody to watch my pets. So this whole year, we haven't done anything. We haven't gone anywhere, which really sucks. And I'm so antsy because I'm like, okay, I want to go away. I want to do something. But I was telling you before we started recording, my father-in-law gave us a gift of a, um, he says that it was the last gift from my mother-in-law that she could give us, which was sweet. And Kevin got very emotional about that because it was from his mom. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll be going on a five-day cruise with Kevin's sister and his dad and I don't know how it's going to be because I've never have a relationship with them so I don't know how that's going to be if it's going to be comfortable uncomfortable it's going to be an adventure that's for sure because we'll have to talk about that oh absolutely yeah we do because (laughs) it's going to be for Christmas and so now my mom of course she's like you're not going to come down and see me for Christmas and I'm like I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry your mom's going to get herself a ticket and she's going to be on the ship with y'all Well, Kevin said, tell your mom now because she'll have enough time to join us if she likes. But that's not my mom's style. My mom's more of a, Mm. my idea, I'll go. Not my idea, I probably won't go. Mm. So, I mean, I gave her the option. I told her it's going to be these dates. And you're more than welcome to come if you wanted to come. She said no. And then, of course, with Thanksgiving, she's like, oh, well, um, are you coming for Thanksgiving? And this is a thing with vacations. I don't know if you felt the same way. Maybe not. But it just feels like such a, a burden. I love the holidays. But then when they come around, it's such a headache because you have to plan and all that. Like, she bought tickets to New York to go visit my brother for Thanksgiving because I told her that I don't know. And Mm -hmm. I think that she thinks that I make up sometimes that I don't know. But with the schedule, the way it is at work, I don't know. I have to wait until I know that we don't have training going on. And right now we're scheduled to train all the way through um, Black Friday. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. If they don't get the Thursday and Friday approved through the Army, then we have to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. we've been scheduled to work in the past on those days and they canceled it but the way they've been going lately I can't make plans and a lot of people don't understand that when it comes to my family and them not understanding the military <laughs> yep yep I don't really feel like it's a burden for my, for me mm-hmm. when it comes down to holidays and I guess for me it's because I want to spend time with everyone <laughs> hmm yeah. Because and make time for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But you're there. I'm here and I was in Texas. I was in Georgia before, but on the Savannah side. And it, it just makes it just a little bit more difficult to have to keep traveling all the time. Like for Christmas time, especially, it's just so stressful when you have kids. Do you take all the gifts with you? Do you open it before Christmas? Do you open them after Christmas? Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay, I get what you're trying to say now. I get it. Yeah, Yeah. I get that. Because for me, too, one year, we were going to spend two weeks 
mm. in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, do I even put up a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Do we put mm-hmm. up a Christmas tree this year? And just like you said, well, do we pack all of our gifts, all of our kids' gifts with us mm-hmm. on top of our luggage and everything else? Mm-hmm. Or do we celebrate in our house two weeks earlier so that they can open up their gifts and have them here at home and we don't have to pack all that extra? Right. Yeah. And extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And that's what I meant. That kind of burden, like, okay, you got to make extra plans my thing is is that family knows that we're here and if it's one of them or two of them having to come here without any kids it's so much easier to just I don't want to sound selfish you know but it's just so easy to come and just bring one person opposed to having to pack up everybody pets and everything it just becomes very stressful and sometimes I don't even want the holidays to come around because I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Or how can I get through it without hurting anybody's feelings or letting anybody feel left out? Mm-hmm. And I like to see everybody for the holidays also. But I think I've gotten to the point where I'm older now, the kids are older now, and I don't want to travel for the holidays. I like to yeah. decorate my house. I like to put up all the decorations in the tree. And it's just so much easier just to wake up in your home with your younger kids and just let them open their gifts and make a mess in your own home. And you don't have to feel like, oh, don't make a mess anywhere. And I agree. I agree with that too, because everyone, especially new parents, Mm -hmm. you want to instill those traditions, right? Mm -hmm. Those traditions of Christmas Eve in my family. Christmas Eve, everyone opened one gift. At midnight Christmas Day, mm-hmm. everyone opened the remainder of their gifts. So all the kids would stay up until midnight. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they could open all of their gifts, mm-hmm. right? With us, when we moved to Georgia, mm-hmm. we no longer had those traditions. So I think with like a lot of young military families, they mm-hmm. want to carry on traditions like waking mm-hmm. up Christmas morning to fresh baked cookies for Santa or, <laughs> you know, or whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Opening up gifts on Thanksgiving Day, watching the Macy's parade uh, mm-hmm. that morning. You know what I mean? Like everyone gets excited, wakes up on Thanksgiving Day to watch the Macy's big parade while you're in the kitchen cooking it up for Thanksgiving dinner or lunch or whatever you're doing. There's been so many times that on Thanksgiving and Christmas, we wake up and we're at the Holiday Inn. There's no tree. There's mm-hmm. no homemade cooking. There's no nothing going on. But we still have to be able to try to make these traditions happen for our families. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really hard. And I don't think people see that is that Mm -hmm. if we're coming back home, we're not instilling these traditions into our kids because we're so busy coming back home, wanting to be part of the family still that within our own families, we really don't have any traditions because on the holidays we're traveling. Yeah. And I I think think that's so important. The only thing that they learn is that, The holidays are a chaotic time. Yes. (laughs) And I think that's really, really important. Like if I could go back to when me and Danny first got married, I think if I could change one thing or if I could even tell some of our viewers, if you have a family and have young kids, try your best to still have those traditions on these big holidays. Try your best to still instill these traditions with your kids while they're small and enjoy those sentimental times with your family and your children while they're still small. And you know what, like you said, maybe it's not the best idea to travel back 
home for the holidays because if you're traveling back home, then it's chaotic. No one's enjoying nothing because you're trying to get back home. You're staying in hotels. You're eating out. So I think it's just very important just kind of concentrate on your kids and your family and your the moments that you'll always treasure and the memories that they'll always have. And yeah. I think if I could go back in time, that would be something that I would change within my own well, journey, you know? Yeah, and it, and it comes back to like so, young, yeah. new military families. They don't have money to do all this, but yet because they chose the military life, they feel obligated that they should go visit the family or there's no support or nobody, no friends or whatever at their duty station. And so, but my thing is, I want to put it out to people that even though we live on a military installation, even though we're moving everywhere, our families can come and visit us. It doesn't always have to be us visiting them. What about our house, our home? I've never had Thanksgiving at my house that I've had family at. My mom has come. The only biggest Thanksgiving I've ever had in my home that I've actually hosted was our Friendsgiving that one time. That was the largest. Oh yeah, that was of, nice. I like that. Mm-hmm, that was the largest amount of people that I could host without it being like a birthday party for one of the kids at my home. And in civilian life, when I was younger, and the holidays came around, the entire family was around, you know, and that was the nice thing to have. But these military kids don't get to experience that it's sad it's sad but putting it out there and telling people hey come and visit your families because we do get lonely and we don't want to travel and some people can't afford to travel so right especially if you're just fresh a new family in the uh, e1 e2 you definitely Mm -hmm. don't have the funds Mm -hmm. to travel anywhere yeah (laughs) especially with gas prices gas prices you can't i mean if you have tons of kids you can't fly with them airline tickets are crazy expensive too mm-hmm. and then that's where we get all these soldiers that are depressed around the the holidays and that's why you have certain soldiers bringing their soldiers home because they just have nowhere to go at that time mm-hmm. and and it's sad We want to see our families too, but we don't want to have to deal with the traveling and pack up our whole family and and go somewhere to stay over at somebody else's house. You can come over and stay at my home too. You know, my door's always open. Right. And that was my biggest thing is Mm -hmm. if anyone would say, hey, I'm going to go see you at Fort Benning in Georgia. I would say, okay, because I had a four bedroom house there on post. I would literally (laughs) say, okay, cool. We have to empty out one room. Mm-hmm. two rooms get it ready as a guest room and my kids would sleep either on the sofa or on an air mattress mm-hmm. in the little nook area yeah if you're coming all the way 14 hours to see me you're going to have a room you're going to have a bed to sleep on mm-hmm. the last thing I need you worried about is paying for a hotel or an Airbnb or mm-hmm. whatever it might be my home is open to you I will feed yeah. you we will do a cookout we'll do whatever we have to do so that you're not spending this excess money on eating out every day in a hotel or anything like that that was my biggest thing like if you're going to go all the way over there to go see us you don't have to worry about that I'll cook mm-hmm. I'll put you up but we didn't get the same gestures when mm-hmm. we came back home at all mm-hmm. from neither one of the families I mean my wow. sister like my twin sister she was like y'all can come stay with me but I'm like dude you live in a two-bedroom small <laughs> apartment yeah she barely fits her and her family but she would always Mm -hmm. say I'll sleep on my sofa and you and the kids and Danny y'all can have my bedroom and I'm just like Mm -hmm. there's no way five of us are gonna be able to sleep in your bedroom Mm -hmm. but thank you yeah 
I appreciate it. She was the only one that ever offered to say, hey, y'all can come stay with me. People don't see that. And we weren't looking for a handout, Mm -hmm. but we were looking for like, hey, we're going to be in town. You want to cook me a home cooked meal? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some homemade tortillas or something, you know? (laughs) For sure. When we go to Florida, we go to my mom's house all the time. So we know that we don't have to stay at a hotel or anything like that. But if we want to see anybody else or relatives that are a little bit further away, we have a house. You can come and visit. My brother went to Atlanta for, I think it was like one of my nephew's tournaments for jiu-jitsu. I didn't know until my mother said something. Oh, wow. And, you know, Atlanta is not far away. It's an hour and a half, two hours, depending on where exactly he was at. An hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So from the, from that moment on, I was like, mm, I'm not, I'm not gonna bother. If I go to New York, he might know, he might not. My mom gets so upset because she's like, Oh, that's your brother. You need to go visit him when you go to New York. Are you telling him the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> he came to Georgia and didn't say anything. We could have, again, thinking like me, I would have went to Atlanta. And we could have visited them, but it, mm-hmm. it shows that, you know, that's not, that's not something that they wanted. So a lot of the yeah. times when they visit, it's more of a selfish reason. Like they, whatever it is that they want to do. And it's always been like that. So I'm like, okay, well, you want to be selfish. I'm going to take that same attitude and turn it towards you. Yeah. Treat others the way you would like to be treated. <laughs> exactly. So I think for our listeners, the one thing that I would recommend, I guess, is don't stress traveling. If you can't do it, it's not a big deal. Just let your family know that your doors are always open if you are willing for them to come stay at your home. I think that us being in the military and knowing how important it is for our families to be around we would open any like you said you would have a room available you'll make it available and me too I mean we'll make you comfortable but they have to take the first step and come visit you know so for the listeners don't stress the holidays if you want make your own traditions and enjoy your kids because they will grow up fast and then you'll have time to travel and visit whoever you want at that time. <laughs> but when they're mm-hmm. little, create your own memories, create your own traditions and don't stress everything and, and try not to be a people pleaser. <laughs> Cause I know that I'm a people pleaser and it's just me. <laughs> yes. It gives me gray hair and I'm pretty sure it gives you gray hair too, to try to make everyone happy. Girl, yes. And as far as extended family, um, I don't have any advice on that. <laughs> Hopefully it gets better. And with time, they'll realize that you are part of the family because, I mean, 11, 12 years being married, you're family, whether you like <laughs> it or not. Who knows? So that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope that you enjoyed our topic today. Thanks for joining us and listening to Who Signed Up for This. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us and be sure to come back next week. Bye. Bye.